Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 283. It is Thursday, January 14, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and the 2020 Year in HIPAA Review. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. Happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome to another episode. I don't know what it is with this week. It seems like the longest week ever. I thought it was last week, but it's really this week. That's the longest week ever, at least this year. And it's only the second week of 2021. Um, Wherever you listen to this, if you could like, share, comment, or review, that would be spectacular. And if you're in a HIPAA compliant business, you can go to Facebook and or LinkedIn, type Get HIPAA Compliance into the search, and join the group. We have some HIPAA stuff for you today, for sure. Before we get to that, sophisticated hacks against Android Windows reveal zero-day trove. This was discovered by the Google Project Zero and Google Threat Analysis Group, also known as TAG. There was a few different um, watering hole attacks that were executed by so-called experts that used Chrome on mobile devices, Windows, and Android. Um, where visiting the website allowed them to potentially access your device. Uh, The researchers posted root cause analysis for each of the four Windows Zero Day vulnerabilities that were discovered and being leveraged in their attacks. One was a confusion bug for Chrome Chrome 80.0, 397.122 prior to that version, I should say. Another one was a trivial stack corruption vulnerability in the Windows font driver. Another one was on Windows 8.1, an earlier version. Uh, The vulnerability was chained with CVE 2020-1020, a write what what, where condition to first set up second stage payload in RWX kernel memory of known address and then jump to it through this bug. So in other words, something that was being written to memory was being used to exploit machines and then the last one was a heap buffer overflow in the client server runtime subsystem the um, it doesn't talk much about the Android vulnerabilities but those so those were some of the attacks that were being used throughout the year last year these were zero-day bugs um, all called watering holes which essentially meant they occurred through the browser um, bleepy computer says the hackers bypass multi-factor authentication to access cloud service accounts. The U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, also known as CISA, said yesterday that threat actors bypass multi-factor authentication protocols to compromise cloud service account. CISA is aware of several recent successful cyber attacks against various organizations, cloud services, the cybersecurity agency said on Wednesday. Uh, and it does go on to talk about, you know, enabling multi-factor authentication is not enough. So uh, I guess the point there would be don't use a simple password like password1 and then enable multi-factor authentication and then assume that's enough. It's not. You need to use complex passwords. It starts with complex passwords. Um, if you're not using if you're not using complex passwords, best practices you are setting yourself up for failure but again 
the hackers bypass multi-factor authentication and uh, I'm just trying to see if I could tell you what cloud services that was they don't always tell you it, it doesn't look like they're telling us here but some of them occurred through business email compromise um, something to think about Skype was down for a little while yesterday this is on bleeping computer I don't know how long it was down but uh, it is back up it was resolved during the day in addition to that that was on bleeping computer in addition to that there was an outage yesterday for Yahoo emails which means SPC Global for some of us in Connecticut and surrounding areas SPC Global is very old-school email from SPC days um, which eventually became AT&T so that also means AT&T emails were down for a little while so um, I did get confirmation of that through Twitter but it was also showing us down on down detector also bleep the computer solar leaks site claims to sell data stolen and solar winds attacks so solarleaks.net apparently I did not visit the site um, yet I probably will because I'm just curious but it claims to be selling stolen data from Microsoft Cisco FireEye and SolarWinds um, all of those companies which of course were victims of the SolarWinds supply chain attack there are others that are not listed here so I don't know if they will claim to have stuff from federal agencies or um, VMware is another company that was supposedly victimized by this attack so we will see if that also appears on this website uh, not a lot of news but we do have some HIPAA stuff today to share so 2020 HIPAA violation cases and penalties I am reading this from HIPAA Journal. This is a basically a summary of, of the 2020 penalties and enforcements for the year. And um, here we go. We have, so I'm just going to go through the list. Dignity Health, DBA St. Joseph's Hospital Medical Center, $160,000 settlement. New York Spine, $100,000 settlement. Beth Israel Leahy Health Behavioral Services, $70,000. These are all settlements. University of Cincinnati Medical Center, 65,000. Housing Works Inc., 38,000. Peter Rorbel, MD, PC, DBA, Elite, Primary Care, 36,000. Riverside Psychiatric Medical Group, 25,000. Dr. Regenda Bayani, 15. All Inclusive Medical Services, 15. Y Psychiatry, PC, 10,000. And King, MD, 3,500. Um, those were HIPAA right of access enforcement actions. I think there was a total of 11. Let me count these. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yes, yeah, so there was 11. I think there was 19 total last year, which I believe, I don't know if it says it here, but I believe that was the busiest year for enforcements. Um, yes, that is correct. So more financial penalties were issued in 2020 than any other year. Since the Department of Health and Human Services was given the authority to enforce HIPAA compliance, $13,554,900 was paid to OCR to settle the HIPAA violation cases. Now, the right of access cases, the right of access enforcement, those were more um, making a point. So the, the biggest one was 160000 although I'm going to talk, talk about a bigger one in a moment. Here are the ones that will make it add up to 13 million so Primera Blue Cross which was a big deal 6.85 million CHSPSC 
2.3 million, Athens Orthopedic Clinic 1.5, Lifespan Health Systems Affiliated Covered Entity 1.04 million, Aetna 1 million, City of New Haven, Connecticut, right here in Connecticut, 202,400, Stephen A. Porter MD 100,000, and Metropolitan Community Health Services DBA Agape Health Services 25,000. Again, those were all settlements. The second largest HIPAA violation penalty in history belongs to Premier Blue Cross, and again, that was $6.85 million. And uh, the CHSPSC LLC was a business associate, again, if I'm not mistaken, I just want to confirm that, because I believe we talked about um, that provides services, yeah, so it is a business associate. So that was the first time a business associate has been has had a HIP enforcement um, attached to it. And so the 19 penalties in all, totaling about $13.5 million. A busy year for, for the HHS, especially when you factor in COVID. Um, you're going to see, as we're going to talk about in a more, moment, more HIPAA right of access penalties. Um, we're going to talk about one in about 30 seconds, but HIPAA right of access again means the patient, and they changed some more rules on this, but the patient, when they want their health records, you have to provide it, and you have to do so um, within a certain amount of time. I think it's currently 30 days, but I think they're looking to change that. I think they're, now they're saying reasonable amount of time and no more than 30 days. I believe I could be wrong. Um, and I, and mi with minimal cost, you know, basically, what does it cost to print the document or what does it cost to put it on DVD or CD, which nobody's doing anymore? Most uh, healthcare providers can provide it in electronic format through an app or through um, a website. But speaking of which, OCR continues HIPAA right of access crackdown with $200,000 fine. The HHS Office of Civil Rights is continuing to crack down on healthcare providers that are not providing patients with timely access to their medical records. Yesterday, OCR announced a settlement had been agreed with Banner Health to resolve a HIPAA right of access investigation. Banner Health agreed to pay $200,000 to settle the case. The HIPAA privacy rule gives individuals the right to access, inspect, and obtain a copy of their own protected health information. When a request is received, HIPAA-covered entities are required to provide a copy of the requested records within 30 days. In late 2019, OCR announced it was cracking down on noncompliance with this important provision of HIPAA since then. Since then, 14 financial penalties have been imposed on, a co on covered entities. So we talked about the 13 of them in 2020, and here's the first one of 2021. Phoenix, Arizona-based Banner Health is one of the largest health care systems in the United States. The nonprofit health system operates 30 hospitals and many primary care, urgent care, and specialty care facilities. OCR received two complaints from patients of Banner Health-affiliated covered entities alleging long delays receiving copies of medical records. The first patient submitted a request to Banner Estrella Medical Center in December of 2017 was not provided with the requested records until May of 2018, so about six months. A second complaint was received alleging another patient had to wait five months for an electronic copy of his records. The request was submitted to Banner Gateway Medical Center in September 2019, and he did not receive the records until February of 2020. The $200,000 financial penalty is the largest HIPAA fine imposed on a HIPAA-covered entity by OCR under its HIPAA Right of Access Enfor Enforcement Initiative. So we told you there'd be a bigger one.
And here it is. In addition to paying the financial penalty, Banner Health has agreed to adopt a corrective action plan that includes reviewing and revising written policies on health record access, implementing those policies, and providing training to staff on the new policies. OCR will monitor Banner Health, Banner Health for two years to ensure compliance. The first resolution of the year signals that a right of access initiative is going to is still going strong and that providers of all sizes need to respect the right of patients to have timely access to the medical records, said OCR Director Roger Severino. Never one to mince words. Um, but yes, you will see more HIPAA right of access enforcement this year. And I think as hopefully as COVID-19 slows down, we'll see more HIPAA activity throughout the year. That's going to do it for this edition of the Product of IT Cybersecurity Daily. So until tomorrow, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.